Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. As our latest tour of Trista Crick's know, new home nice continues, just, just, just bare trees behind her, just a <laughs> forest, just acreage uh, out there at the Trista Crick compound. Yeah. Uh, yep. But we're happy to be joined by the host of the Heat Check podcast. Uh, what was your comp that you wanted to throw at us? Is it Russell Westbrook? Well, that's James's favorite comp, sure. Because I'm trying to think of somebody else that would compare to De'Aaron. Like, and and you and I'm not like I could say Dame or Steph, but I don't think that's the type of player De'Aaron is. He's not like this dead eye three point shooter like those guys, and that's where they get some of their points. He's this unbelievably athletic guy, a little bit more cerebral than a Russell Westbrook. But is that? I was trying to find what we could compare. De'Aaron too to see like this may be how he ages in the league but I don't know I don't know if it's Russell Westbrook Russ at the age Russ at the age of 26 years old hit 28.1 points per game 8.6 assists and 7.3 rebounds Mm. that's at the age so what De'Aaron's at like four rebounds per per game yeah he's at about four and six I think yeah, I think I was having a conversation with somebody about this like two, three days ago. How similar, if you look at their stats, how similar SGA and, and Deer and Fox really are. Like in almost every way. Fox is a much better three-point shooter, but SGA is is the, the best defender right now on ball in the league, like in terms of steals and blocks. He's ah. averaging point. 2.7 steals per game. 2.7 steals per game. I ain't get, over I ain't, a block per game. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not giving that one. Tk. We had this conversation last week. I'm not getting that one. Tk. That's yeah, a hell of a defender. But they're the, very close. To though. me, they're very. very to me, close. the difference is. Not, Kings play the Warriors. Thunder play the Warriors. It's go time in the fourth quarter. De'Aaron's yeah, but we go- already discussed that that premise was false. That SGA strapped up Steph. They both, no, they both he gave him here. work. He didn't strap him up. He gave him work because Steph was trying to guard him on the other end. We watched that overtime game the other day. It was Dort the whole fourth quarter. That's one game, but the the first matchup that they had, SGA was the one on Steph. How many times did SGA guard Fox the other night? And I think that's more of a testament to the lack of a defense on the Kings on the perimeter. You don't have any other options. It has to be Fox. Mm. Mm. I think you're wrong about that. <laughs> I think Keegan Murray... Well, yeah, but you're not going to – I think you're going to want – if you're talking about the positional matchup, right, you would want Keegan on somebody that's bigger, right? You would want – because there's other guys that are 
I guess you could try to who, who then does Fox guard? Does I feel like Mike do? is going to put Keegan on the biggest threat. Mm. That's who you're guarding. Mm. That speaks to how good Keegan is because that makes you small on another matchup, right? Whether that's you can say, well, I just don't really trust Wiggins or Clay anymore. So we'll, well put to your point, somebody Bob, smaller on them. To, to your point, I'm picking nits when I say who's better or best. They are both phenomenal mm-hmm. with at the point guard position. I think playing. they're just like they're just like right there. Like yeah. I have no. If you said you have to choose one to start a franchise with, I'll tell you, I'll get back to you in nine months. <laughs> I don't know. And and those two guys, that's why I said SGA and Fox, because I can't think of comparable players in the past that are like those two. I don't want to say they're like a one of one, but I just can't think of other players in the past with their type of skill set. So I could say, oh, yeah, I could see Fox being this guy in five years or SGA being this guy in five years, because I haven't seen it before, it feels like. Yeah, SGA is going to have to increase his three-point percentage a lot because he's shooting like 33%. Mm. Foxy right now, that was his big knock, shooting 38% from three right now. Mm. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah, his he's on a – he is just a, like he's obviously – he's averaging 30 points. He's just easily scoring 30 points every night. Mm. Like we talked earlier last night, he went 0 for 4 to start the game – then went 10 for 12. And like even, I mean, I think he's had one bad game that I remember. It was the Clippers game. Mm-hmm. That's the only game where it was like, oh, that was rough. It, oh, he was terrible against, I think it was the Pelicans, and he scored 30. Mm. Like he's just a 30-point-per-game scorer. And real quick, I, I'm, I messed up my own question because I said it the other day, and I think this may be it. Sacktown Tony in the chat, I – Allen Iverson is who it is. People always would compare uh, John Moran to Allen Iverson. I said, if you watch their games, which I did, I was a big Sixers fan, Allen Iverson fan. De'Aaron Fox's game is more comparable to Allen Iverson to me. Paint scorer constantly. AI was a mid-range assassin on the offensive end, unbelievably quick. John plays above the rim. AI didn't really play that much above the rim. He was, you know, jelly around the, on the, around the rim and things yeah. of that nature. And that's Allen Iverson to me. So, Sacktown Tony, you're right. Said this a couple of days ago. I think Allen Iverson might be the the comp. AI hit 31.1 points per game when he was 25. Shooting, th- shooting 32% from three. <laughs> wow. 31.4 next year, shooting 29% from three. Mm-hmm. Kids, the league was different back then. It was. It was. We're now seeing Aunt Edward shoot and Kawhi Leonard shoot high clips from three as well. And that's not their game. You know, they're bigger, sort of like stiffer players. Like, pause. Um, Kawhi Leonard right now shooting 62% from three. Why not? I call him one, one bit Atari Michael Jordan. <laughs> Is that Jordan versus Bird? <laughs> Kawhi don't exactly. feel like he's missing like, nothing. I don't even, right is that Jordan? Like, is this all pixelated? I can't really tell. That's that's cool. Well, one of, the, one of the little pixelated figure was dark. The other pixelated figure was light. <laughs> that's how you knew which one was Jordan and which one was Bird. At 23 on a tank top. Well, 
That's all it was. At least that's what you thought it was. (laughs) (laughs) No, Kawhi ain't missing nothing right now. Three-pointers, half-court layups, he ain't missing nothing. This guy is cooking. If if the if the Clippers continue to ascend up the the West, and he plays every game, because he's played every game, he's played mm-hmm. the most minutes in his entire career is this season, mm. and he's he's doing what he's doing in the last five games, which is what is it? It's fifty five, sixty two, ninety two, something mm. like that. It might even be 60, 62, 92, which are just crazy shooting splits. He could win MVP. Hmm. Mm. Well, man, there's a long list of guys who could win MVP right now. Joel, Jokic, Joel, Giannis, nuts. All, all three of those guys are going absolutely crazy. Are you buying? Are Are you in on the Clippers yet? I think I'm. I think I'm slowly but surely starting to buy into what they're selling. Regular season, in James, the, is the truth. I ju- I literally just recorded like literally five minutes before, and I call them big. Regular season game, James. There it is. There it is. I'm tapped in with TK even as she's recording. We're like, we're like sympathetic. That's right. That's right. We locked in, but they they look legit, and he looks legit. And and he's what right now? Like a third scorer. Like he, you don't even need him to do anything in the playoffs. If Kawhi and PG are them, themselves are healthy. You're just like James, just just be in the flow of the offense. Just he's not even the thing that I think is interesting right now with him this year is he's not doing that dumb, I'm gonna jack up my body into somebody else to try to draw a foul and then shoot it. He's throwing dimes. Mm. He's jump stopping, bounce pass, chest pass, hitting cutters, easy lays. That's that's the James Harden that I think he progressed to be in Philly, and he's taking that. And, and putting it into a place that I think he has a little bit more love, like you're in your hometown. And, and I think that's nuts, too. They're all, they're all from L.A. They're just back in their yeah, stomping ground. They, yeah. It's like AAU. They're all playing with each other yeah. again. Pause. I can't. Wow. <laughs> anyway, eight minutes into this. Uh, I can't wait for We have flags, by the way, that we could start throwing when you. I do have a challenge flag if you hey, need I to get my that flag out. Um. Uh, I can't wait for them to trade for DeMar DeRozan so they could have the whole the whole, yeah, the whole no, true LA unified yeah. LA unified be locked in together. Oh yeah. They but it's funny you say that because I was watching the game last night while we were doing the KSFM show and I, I talking to Damian and some us I was like, man, they look like they enjoy playing with each other right now. Like they enjoy oh, Russ no. is cool, like off the bench doing his thing, like using super high energy. James is cool. Paul George is good. Obviously, Kawhi is doing what he does, but they look like they're enjoying each other right now. Yeah, and I didn't even mention the Russ being from LA. Yeah, you could if you added Demar, you have like the the legends of LA mm-hmm. all playing together mm-hmm. to try to bring down LeBron James. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> well, that's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's that's funny. You also have the legends of L.A. going into your billion-dollar bomber building next year, too. Um, We haven't talked about this, but let's talk about it with TK because I know you did. We're on the eve of Ja's return. Yes, we are. Today. It's tonight. That team is awful. Mm. 
awful, awful, awful. And, you know, Jaws on his way back. He spoke to the media, I think, Friday. Uh, and he's he's getting ready to play. What 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 does this mean for Ja? What does this mean for for Memphis, the Western Conference? Does it mean anything? Well, I think for the Memphis Conference, it means I mean for the Western Conference, it means nothing. Um, they're not gonna do anything of note. I think the best case scenario for Memphis is they do what New Orleans did two years ago when they went one one and thirteen and found a way to get into the plan and then make a little noise. Like I would love to see a repeat of Memphis, Minnesota in the first round. That was a really, really fun first round. I think that went seven, didn't it? And uh, Minnesota coughed that thing up. Hmm. That was pre-Rudy Gobert. That was Pat Beverly. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. That was a super fun matchup. So I think that's like best case for Memphis. But it's a breath of fresh air now. You have a sigh of relief. Your fan base has finally got something to be excited for. Desmond Bain's a really good player, but he's not a, a shot creator by nature. He's a catch-and-shoot three-point shooter. He's a guy who can get you transition threes off the dribble, pull-up type stuff. But, like, if you're asking Desmond Bain to run your offense, and Marcus Smart will come back soon, too. He's been out for a while. Mm-hmm. So if it's if it's Desmond Bain and Jaron Jackson Jr. as the key piece of your offense, you are in a lot of trouble. Right. So jaw coming back will make things easier for them, make things easier for people to go and watch the games. As for jaw, the way that you can feel someone is being sincere when they've made changes in their life. The, the one thing that gave me kind of a little bit of encouragement is jaw saying. Not just all the right things, but saying, I know that nobody's going to believe me. I know that everybody thinks I'm full of crap. And I know that I have to go out and prove them wrong, that I have done the work and that I am grateful for having this time to really sort my stuff out. And I was like, wow, that takes a lot of self-awareness to know. And addicts go through this when they go into AA or, uh, and they're like talking about their struggle. Oh yeah, I really want to change. And I know I've got a problem. And it's like, People can see right through you, right? And you're just here because it's court ordered. You got to hit rock bottom. Mm -hmm. And Jaw, to a degree, hit rock bottom and had to take some time and really think about the decisions that he was making. So if that's true, and people relapse all the time from whatever it is, the bad habits that they have. But if it is true and Jaw has turned over a new leaf and he's going to not, he's going to keep things on the straight and narrow off the court. Whatever that means, right? Just not get in trouble with the league. That's that's huge for Memphis. That's huge for him and his personal life, probably his fulfillment, probably his lifetime earnings, probably everything. Mm-hmm. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Memphis is seven games out of the 10th spot as of today. They're actually actually seven and a half games out of of the 10th spot, so... I don't know if they can get to the play-in, but like you said, for Ja, um, you know, I want to see the young dude succeed, man. I don't, I don't want to see nothing bad happen to him or him to lose out or anything else like that. I always thought um, before he was he was kind of you know kind of arrogant, kind of cocky, and he can still have that type of demeanor, but have a certain level of appreciation for what he does have. So I I, I hope everything works out good for him, man. I, I really do. Well, you talk about like, and I don't mean to say this, like Josh should be grateful for the opportunity that he has at all. Cause I hate that crowd. But when you're a, a guy who really did sort of find the universe lucking into you, right? Like a scout is going to get a bag of chips at the vending machine and he discovers you. Right. And now you have this incredible run in March Madness and are the number two overall pick like that is storybook stuff. Mm. You were not a five star. You were not preordained like LeBron James. You were not Zion. You were a, a kid who has rose out of nowhere. So keep that in mind that this isn't something that as fast as it can come, it can go away. Well, along the same lines, I don't think we've talked to you since uh, Draymond's latest infraction that guy. and the NBA's ruling on that infraction. Yeah, indefinite. I'm glad that it was indefinite because what we saw with Jaw the first time around, nobody took that eight game seriously. Like, oh, Jaw went to counseling for two weeks and like, oh, yeah, you can really – you can really be reborn uh, by going to counseling a couple hours a day for 14 days. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's just 21 days. The real change doesn't work like that. Real inner work doesn't work like that. Mm-hmm. So they said what Draymond's going to be out at least three weeks, at least. Mm-hmm. I think that's what they said. That's what Shams According said. According to, yeah, that's what Shams said. Shams, give credit to Shams. I think it's if you're talking about real, this man's going through things. He probably needs more than that. It's clear that some there's been some sort of psychological change or some sort of life thing that's gone on. I don't want to speak for him or be armchair psychologist, but like the dude's been reckless for 12 months now, mm-hmm. 14 months now since the Jordan Poole thing. It's been outrageous. Bro hasn't been reckless for 12 years. Yeah, he's been reckless for a long time. No, but he's been reckless for 12 years. But he's been, like, over the line reckless. Consistently more reckless in the last 12 months. Yeah, like, 
you're dry. It's like the like this guy drives drunk, but he's like kind of tipsy. Now this guy is getting you know white boy wasted and is getting on the freeway. You know, like same thing, but more extreme, more dangerous, puts himself in a much worse spot. It's it's a good thing. I said this maybe a couple of weeks ago. It's a good thing that Steph Curry rides for Draymond Green. They are fighting for their time to consistently stay our dubs and to keep being title contenders, which we know that they will be until they retire from this earth, right? And can't count them out, our dubs. But if it wasn't for Steph, he'd be off this team. Yeah. I, no, it's facts. I, I agree. Um, I think if the, the Warriors want to do anything, I think he probably should be off this team. Um, but they're not going to do it. Lakeup loves him. They just now paid him. So they had an opportunity to walk away from him. Clear cut. They had an opportunity to walk away. And they said, nope, let's sign up for four more years of this thing. So he's not going anywhere. I came to the conclusion with him when all this happened that – he he's either just a bad guy and he's just that's who he is or you know he's got a anger management issue you know i i don't know which one it is i don't really know him to necessarily say he's a bad guy but it's one of those two it's not oh he's a protective teammate and you know he's he's the enforcer and all this other stuff like nice it's not it's it's more than that like it's pretty clear cut He's either a jackass or he he does need some help dealing with anger issues. So I'm going to tell a personal story. So my mom, so my sister right now is dating this just like terrible guy. Oh, no. And my mom wants to talk sister? to her older. She's 10 years older. And my sister's being shady about it. Doesn't want to talk about it. Right. And my mom's been trying to get her to talk about this guy and why they're back together. Dude, super toxic. And my sister won't do it. She's ducking her calls. So my mom pulls on her power pants and she's like, well, what if I just called the dude and asked him what his intentions are with my daughter? And I told her straight up, that's you can't do that. That's like that's you're not supposed to do that. Yeah. That's just like not that's not OK. And so she does that to my sister, despite my advice. And now my sister has the conversation with her because she's terrified or whatever that my mom's going to call this dude. And it works. And my mom's point now is, well, you see, I threatened her and it worked. And that is a horrible decision-making pattern. But that, I think, is what Draymond believes is working in his favor for the last 12 years, too. I am the guy that protects Steph and Clay. I am the guy who was a second round pick who no one thought was going to be anything. And it was my intensity and my fire that sometimes allows me to go over the line. And that's what's got me paid. That's what's got me to be a key piece of this championship run. So that behavior in his mind for a long time, I think he thought was right. Even if it's not right, that's, I think, been a self-validating thing for him. Well, then, if that's the case, Steph has the unfortunate responsibility of going up to Draymond Green and saying, bro, I didn't ask you to protect me. <laughs> Go play basketball. Right. I don't need protection. I'm a grown-ass man. This I'm the greatest hockey. shooter this game has ever seen. Go play basketball because your dumbass not being out, out there on the floor is <clears throat> hurting our team. 
keep it moving. It's it's going to be a tough season. I hate to say it, but it's a real shame that the Portland Trailblazers have our Dubs first round pick next year. 2024 mm-hmm. first round pick goes to the Blazers. You guys could add Jaime Hawkins too. I kept telling you guys you sleeping on him. Not He's done. really good. Does he fit the timeline? I don't know. He's 22. Wait, when you say you guys, did you mean the Blazers or our Dubs? The Blazers. Oh, okay. The I, like, I, I wasn't like sure boy. if you were playing into the bit or not. I, I, no, <laughs> I like my boy Scoot. I've been watching like Blazers uh, uh, relatively a lot for the last week and a half. See my boy Scoot. He's coming around. I like Scoot. Scoot's coming around. You know, Anthony Simons has been playing He's really cooking. well. Shaden Sharp's been playing yeah. well. Those three guys are nice. I'm starting to wonder, though, was that Malcolm Brogdon and Rob Williams trade a mistake? For Drew Holiday. What could they have gotten from another team? I don't know. There were probably other places. I mean, Philly was a tough spot because you still had Harden and you weren't going to have him. You probably would have had to reroute him through L.A. I don't know what that even would have looked like. The Boston trade was only that. Miami trade would have been similar to the Dame trade. The Clippers trade was, I'm sure, like some version of Terrence Mann and the the return of Robert Covington and gross and like n- the return of Nick Batum, like former, all former Blazers <laughs> and Terrence Mann and like the reunion tour. Out in the, <laughs> yeah. The reunion tour, the old wash. That's the thing that the Blazers used to do all the time. They used to get old washed stars. Do you remember? It was like Scotty Pippen yeah. and oh. Jim Jackson. Oh. And Jim we Jackson. had, yeah. we had so many, old stars that were on our team at the same point. That would be like that, only they weren't even that good to begin with. Like WCW out Steve there Smith count on, count on that list? Yeah, Steve Smith was on that list as well. The Smitty. Gotta work on that move. Everybody. Smitty. Who's the best good team in basketball? Smitty. Is it the Celtics? Denver. Oh. Still Denver. Denver over Boston. The problem with Boston is the problem with Boston for the last two, three years. Down the stretch, it's just too hard for them. Like, they just find down ways to make Down the stretch of the basketball. season or stretch of a game? Down the stretch of games, down the stretch in crucial playoff moments. When it's half-court basketball and things tighten up, they really struggle moving the ball, getting easy looks. It's a lot of Jason Tatum step back 26 footers. Mm. It's not, that's why Kristaps Porzingis is there, is to get easy lobs, easy floaters, layups, putbacks, just buckets that are like cotton candy. The, it, the thing about the Boston Celtics is you feel like you're watching, why is it so hard for you guys to score? Why? I think it's the Celtics still, and no, no, no love uh, for the Bucks. Although the Bucks are like have a really good record, but it does seem a little weird with them. Oh, we didn't even so get you're not th- buying the Timberwolves either? I mean, I don't think they're the best team in basketball, but I do think they're the team that will give the Nuggets the toughest time. Well, besides I think, Sacramento. Yeah, I mean, the Kings are the team that's going to give them the toughest. You know? That's that's what <laughs> it's, it is. Because you've got Tim Connolly, right? So he designed the Nuggets, and I think he designed the Timberwolves as the Nugget beaters. 
So I think that was his entire I, I'm intention. I'm going to pause just because I don't. Yeah, Jesse threw a flag. I some about but, that. But that wasn't did, even anything. No, it, but it didn't feel. It just didn't feel right. It like, just. It just. I understand because it kind of felt like pre- that to me. But then that's I'm a like, preca- there's nothing It's a there. precautionary pause. That's all it is. It's, it's strictly precautionary. That's As like Brian, an offensive offside. You don't call it much, but today we will. As Brian says, it's it's a it's a pause with a question mark and not an exclamation point. It's a legal shift. If you're if you're out here and your goal is to get your nuggets beat up, then you need to go to a like probably a special no. facility for that. No, they probably hey, exist. Hey, look, people are into all kinds of things. Well, you know, it pains your thing. Well, I don't know what not to tell mine, you. But well, Rihanna wrote about it. I think <laughs> yeah. uh, we always you know talk basketball with TK because she is a uh, basketball analyst. Mm-hmm. Right, she's a professional. But I'm just loving the meltdown in Philadelphia with these Eagles so much. I just I just want to talk to people about it. I would talk to TK about it. I mean, these boys are broken. They're broken. And Sirianni is the bum I said he was at the beginning of the season. <laughs> there, I, I don't know if the chatty house, how much they know about my relationship with Philadelphia, but they hate me. I hate them. Oh, I do. Well, didn't know that. that I they hate me. I hate them. There was like five hundred. If you go to Apple Podcasts and you look up the heat check, you'll find like five hundred one star reviews from people oh. from Philadelphia just saying how bad I am at everything because I said Ben Simmons was a bum, and then I pr- that he right, proceeded to be a bum situation. and lose to the Atlanta Hawks while I was in Philadelphia on a live stream screaming at the top of my lungs to the rest of my bum ass colleagues from Philadelphia who don't, who wear slides. Like I do explain side road. I do explain to these folks why you can't just wear your little corn nuts out in your slides without socks. You can't pause. You can't wear your slides at any point in time out in public without socks, unless you're coming from an athletic activity or the pool. These people in Philadelphia are always wrong. It is always wrong. We be telling them, whether it's basketball, football, whatever. No, no, I'm telling you, this dude last year, this dude last I'll never forget this. I need to figure out his name. I'm going to call into a show. I'm going to take it old school. I'm going to call into a show. Because he, he was on uh, with Bonte and Butch. He was from Philadelphia. Oh, Joe the, Giglio. Yeah, and he said Nick Sirianni was the next Bill Walsh. I said, no, we, oh, I got I to gotta talk to this man. Because Sirianni a bum. He ain't nothing but a cheerleader just like I saw we I can get you his oh, number. Let's talk. Let's talk. I'll talk to all the The pain of Philadelphia, I always enjoy seeing Philadelphia succeed all the way up until the end. Because my thing is, like, let them have the most hope. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, let them go to the Super Bowl and lose. Let them go to the World Series and lose. Like, let the fans get to peak expectations and then allow those expectations to crumble down into dust. That's what I like to see. So I love Jalen Hurts so much. It's sad that he's there because I love the players on that team, and he's one of them, and he's calling out his own teammates. Darius Slay, elective season-ending surgery the day Mm. before a huge matchup. Mm. on Monday night football when your team is already in disarray your back end of the field is thin already you lose CJ Gardner Johnson like they don't replace him just bum 
trash moves. Not defending it, but the streets are saying he saw what happened with that uh, switch of defensive coordinator. He's like, I ain't playing for that guy. That's what the streets I'm not playing for Matt Patricia. That's what the He's terrible. Someone said, as a podcast review, I hope she steps in a pile of dog poop barefoot. Oh, oh my. That's that's a review for the podcast. I hope <laughs> she steps in a, in no, a I mean, the find a on new the podcast. slant instead of just hating on Philly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, spoiler alert. I haven't. <laughs> I love this. I love this one. It's titled Bad Podcast. At least this person's honest. I have not listened to an episode. <laughs> this is amazing. There's 500 of them. You can go all day. And I had to tell my mom, like, mom, this doesn't matter. You know, like these people, they're not real. They probably have made multiple burners and created multiple reviews because they're upset about their basketball team. Like they are not going to affect my paycheck or my employment status at all. That is accurate. Uh, and I'm listening every week, so we love you to death. Thank you to Trista Crick. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 